going on ladies and gentlemen welcome to double coverage we hope you're still living loving and breathing sports i'm dom with the great man source and we're rocking the new merch we got the merch dommer we made it we made it we got the merch got the merch looking good looking spick and span i love it oh got the, the the double coverage merch you're gonna have to give us a little a little uh turnaround dommer show us the show us the back just want, show us the back we quickly. Floor show. Jeez, I'm not getting we want the, we want to we want to show this the back. No OnlyFans, like uh Panther said. That's it. Oh, I gotta bend down, mate. Can you see? There it, it is. There it is. <laughs> Walk in the streets. I should have gone and ripped out a bloody hoodie and I Walk in the streets. Could have just shown it. Oh, here we go. Right, we, we, here we go. We All right, Dom. What do we got today? It's been a massive, massive uh, trade. We got, we got some stuff. period thus We've far some... in the NBA. That's for sure. Well, we'll run through that at, at the top of the show. But before we get into that, obviously, we got our uh, EPL was back. Champions League was also on this morning, which is awesome. Uh, we're going to preview the F1 race for this week. I've got a bit of news there as well coming out of the F1 circles, which will be very good. Uh, UFC, our boy is fighting this week, so we're, we're G'd up for that one. If you don't know who our boy is, I'm, not even, I'm leaving it I'm Just leaving wait. it until, until, until the Just UFC. wait until Saucy gets himself G'd up when he starts uh, previewing this fight. Then we've got NFL, massive news coming out of the league uh, this week with uh, another one of Saucy's boys, uh, Joey B. We Let's just say... We saw it coming, didn't we? It was just a matter of time for the poor bloke. It was just a matter of time. That offensive line. Yeah. And then uh, we got some hobby talk, and we are going to get back onto what Sauce was talking about uh, a couple of weeks ago about the botting, because if you haven't seen his Sauce's collectible page, he did put something very interesting in his story uh, about some botting that is uh, quite alarming for people, especially in... Uh, uh, in Australia because it's already happening in the United States and other parts of the world but it's just a matter of time and then of course to end most anticipated segment of the show Saucy Smokey where he's bringing another familiar face I think but as you know he's going to keep jamming down your throat till you start start buying it because they're great picks but let's get straight into it shall we oh mate the trades it's just getting ridiculous. Genuinely ridiculous. We're going to actually go through uh, the teams and give a bit of a rundown on who they've picked up, who they've lost, and we'll just give a bit of a, a rundown on what we think. But, of course, we're going to start with a team which I think 
has won during this period in what they've done. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks, they've uh, they drafted Onyeka Onkongwu with the sixth pick uh, and Skylar Mays with the 50th pick. Uh, in the free agency, they picked up Gallinari, Rondo, Chris Dunn, and they picked up uh, my boy Solomon Hill from the Heat. Uh, they lost Dwayne Dedman. No big loss. No big loss. Jeff T to the Celtics, who's old anyway. Yep. De- DeAndre Bembry, Charles Brown Jr., Trevon Graham, Damian Jones, Scala Bissier, and they waived uh, Kyrie Thomas, who was picked up by Detroit, and uh, Vince Carter retired. But I reckon they've done some great things. They're literally helping out um, Trey Young. Yeah, helping out Trey Young. It's it's good good signs for the Hawks, that's for sure, uh, Dommer. They've made some positive moves. They're out in the East. You know, maybe this is the season that they, they look to make that next step and make the playoffs. I think that should be their first goal. Uh, whether possible. it be, you know, what? I think, you know, yeah. if they're going to make the playoffs, it's going to be in that lower, lower, you know, probably eighth to sixth seed. Yeah. I think sixth seed is probably their ceiling. Well, they're better than but, Orlando now. who finished down there. Yeah, but you know what? You you don't know in the NBA. You don't know. They might come out and, and come out flying. But um, also, don't get uh, sucked in too early. Uh, like uh, I may have thought, you know, the Suns was going to be that team next uh, last season. They came out the blocks and they looked good and they saw a first 15 games. Uh, then they fell away. So uh, let's see as this team gets together. I expect them to have some sort of uh, a bit of um, continuity issues at the beginning. 100%. But I think with those veterans, you know, Gallo's a veteran. Uh, Rondo's a veteran that they've also added. Um, and who is the Another guy also, one, also one more veteran there, Teague. Uh, Teague. Uh, oh, he's they, left, he left. Yeah. So they got Gallinari, Rondo. Hill's another vet. Yep, another uh, Chris vet. Chris Dunn is pretty good on his day when he's not injured. And another guy that isn't mentioned here in this article uh, is Clint Capella. I'm pretty sure they picked up as well. Yep, so, so they've got a so solid got a big. protector. They've got a very they've good... got a big. And, and you know, John Collins can stretch the floor. Um, I, I believe that John Collins is, is a, a good going to be a good player. Got his rookies? Uh, you know, I've, I've picked up a few uh... of his rookies. Went down to my uh, my favorite friend down there, your, your familiar face, your, uh, Mick, and picked up, uh, raided his uh, folders. One of our, uh, um, our good friends of the show, which is good. Definitely. Uh, Matt, I tell you, they're looking very, very nice. Next up, we've got a team that's getting talked about a fair bit at the moment, uh, the Boston Celtics. Uh, they drafted uh, Aaron Nesmith with their 14th overall pick, uh, Prayton Pritchard with the 26th, uh, Yam Madar with the 47th pick, and in free agency, uh, they needed a big man. Um, they picked up Tristan Thompson, offensively practically the same as uh, what's-his-name. The big fellow they got there. I've gone blank on him. Uh, 27. Oh, I've gone blank. Tease. Uh, Tease, yeah, that's it. Uh, they picked up Jeff Teague, and Taco Falls on a two-way. They've signed him back. Uh, they got rid of Poirier to Oklahoma. Ennis Kant has gone back to Portland with Dame Dollar, uh, and they lost Gordon Haywood to free agency. And a guy that was very good during the playoffs for him, Brad Wanamaker off the bench to Golden State. So that's a good pickup for them. A good uh, a good uh, player that can actually play D has been lost, unfortunately. So I don't know. Where, where do you sit with these guys? 
I thought they were going to have a bigger impact. I, still, I, still, I know there's still time. They signed Jason Tatum to a huge contract. Yeah. But then they freed up money space as well by getting rid of Haywood, which was a terrible contract there. Do they trade Kemba Walker, Source? What do you reckon? Uh, they cl- they clear that cap space and get Giannis in that team. That's what they should be trying to do. Yeah. Uh, once Harden. Giannis wants to leave, because you've you think about the cap space you've cleared out there. You've, you've secured Jason Tatum. Um, you know, I thought Jack. Um, I'm gonna say out there. I thought Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown sort of after their uh, first sort of few years in the league they were on par, and I didn't know which one was gonna take that next step. But we've clearly seen who's who's the guy. Um, Tatum is the man. Uh, Jalen Brown is a very very good wing and a great defensive player. Um, and is, you know, would is going to be pivotal for that team going forward because he's he's got that size, uh, he's got that lateral quickness, he's able to switch uh, defenders, um, move move through them. So um, yeah, it's it, it's going to be interesting for Boston and, and how they fare up. But uh, I, I feel they've I feel they may have may have gotten a little bit weaker, uh, in my opinion. Oh, that's. I share the same opinion as you. I think they have got a bit weaker. Uh, I don't know. I, I just got this feeling that potentially they could package that Walker, like Walker with maybe one of those draft picks, like future picks, but maybe even a young guy, and actually make a play at James Harden. It could be a possibility. I know we discussed that it wasn't a good fit for Tatum and Brown getting Harden in, but it could be something that they're looking at. It wouldn't be beyond the realms of Boston to, and, well, beyond the realms of Danny Age to do something like that. Uh, yeah. So we just have to wait and see, see I guess. Uh, Bill Collars jumped in on the on the chat. And he's talking about the Brooklyn Nets, which are up next. We did talk about Brooklyn last week on the show. Uh, we're not going to go into too depth on them uh, this week, but we pretty much the gist of what we said last week is if he goes there with Kyrie and Durant, they're not winning. Uh, and Bill's practically on it. He said it's going to be a tough, oh, well, tough team to play them, but is it though? But they're going to have no bench because all these guys are on big dollars, so they're going to afford, look, they're not going to be able to afford absolutely anyone. So yeah, they're going to be yeah, really, be really. And, uh, look, bad. I heard the argument. I heard the argument. You know, they didn't need that uh, with uh, Golden State. Like, what bench did they have? But the, the difference was yeah. they were they already were a team that, that were. Gelled. They'd they'd won together, so they're already built. I wouldn't call um, their like, chemistry was already good. I wouldn't. And those call, guys yeah. coming off the bench, Livingston and I was going to uh, say Iguodala, Iggy, and that they had been in that system for yeah. a while. I'm going to. I'm um, not going to say call them no one coming off the bench. Yeah. So, you know, um, I, d- I don't think it will work if it go if they go there and they keep Kyrie, it will not work. If he goes there, it has to be Harden and West uh, Westbrook. I love Westbrook. that. I love Kevin that. Durant, you would never get rid of Durant. You get you sell everyone else, you keep Durant. That's that's, that's it. Your and man. then build around him. One hundred percent, completely agree. But that's literally so, what we want to see. We want to see old Snake Man uh, Durant <laughs> ship off Kyrie. I don't know how good would that be. That would be elite. It'd give us something to talk about. But so far, they've reportedly added uh, Reggie Perry with the fifty seventh pick, Bruce Brown from Detroit, and Landry Shamit from the Clippers. And Jeff Green from the Rockets, who was really good in the bubble. Uh, they lost Zanan Musa to Detroit. 
And then listen to these, who they lost during free agency. Garrett Temple, Jamal Crawford, Justin Anderson, Lance Thomas, Michael Beasley, Wilson Chandler, Chris Cherries, Adonta Hall, Tyler Johnson, and Jeremiah Martin. So they've practically got no one on their bench. So obviously they're going to try and sign some free agents and stuff, some minimum guys. Maybe they can get Jared Dudley back. Uh, and put him on the bench, <laughs> and they'll win the title. Apparently, hey, he's got a chip. He's got more chips than Harden. Yeah, well, well that's true. That's very <laughs> true. He actually he's got more chips than a lot of players uh, out in the NBA. So, yeah, Bob Money says hi. How you going, Bob Money? What's going on, brother? Uh, next up, we got uh, Charlotte, who drafted Lamelo. Uh, Vernon Carey with the thirty-second. Nick, Nick Richards with the forty-second pick. Grant. Rilla with the 56, Nate Darling was undrafted, and he, they got him on a two-way deal. They also picked up Gordon Haywood, as we mentioned. They lost Dwayne Bacon, Bismack Biombo, Willie Hernan Gomez, Kobe Simmons, and Ray Spalding. No losses there, in my opinion. Good pickup no, in Haywood, uh, but stupid pickup at the same time, would you say? Because look, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure uh, what what it is, but um. That contract, look, the only way they can afford that is because, um, you know, they've got plenty of rookies on their list, and you've got P.J. Washington still in his, his second, probably still on his rookie contract. Um, as that, that goes, I mean, you see that back end of that, that contract, maybe they'll, they'll probably do like an Al Horford situation on that on the, maybe that last year of that contract uh, where they where they get rid of him and, and able him to send him to some uh, spud team at the time. And hopefully by that time they've built their team. Uh, I think Haywood will be good because he he'll give them direction. Uh, he you know he's a smart player, and um, he will you know it's you need some vets on the team. There's a lot of young guys on that team. They've got talent. Will it gel together? Let's see how Ball does. Um, you know I want him to do good. I want so Ball, I, yeah, I, I, I want the Mallow Ball to do do well. Uh, and from what I've seen in the NBL last season. Um, he has all the attributes to, to be successful at this level. And the fact that he's got that ball handling ability at that size, um, that allows him to, and his passing ability is already elite. Um, the way he's able to pass off the dribble and, you know, he passes off the dribble, uh, already better than some guys in the NBA from what I've seen. 100%. So, um, that's going to allow him to be a good playmaker. So I'll be interested to see how that and the, De- and Devonte Graham, how they play together. Uh, that's my my biggest intrigue in that, and I just hope my my boy PJ Washington uh, come up is on the come up because I, I've got quite a few of his cards, so I wouldn't mind uh, him doing well. Uh, that's going to also enhance my collection. So, um, yeah, it's 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 going to be good going forward. Um, I don't expect them to do anything. You know, they will not make the playoffs. So I'll just no. you know, or do I any of that. I wouldn't have thought so. Um, if they if they you know seventy two games, what do we got? You know, if they win. Uh, t- Let's say if they win like twenty five. If they win twenty five, that's probably where you expect them. If they yeah. win, you know, thirty to thirty five, that's probably above expectations. And honestly, that might actually make them get into playoff contention potentially in the East, potentially. But I don't know. We'll see what happens with that potentially getting there because it, it is tough in the East in terms of like because you're playing, you're practically going to lose the West teams consistently. So we'll see what happens with them. Uh, next up, we got the Bulls, uh, which not much to get through here. They picked Patrick Williams fourth overall, uh, which was a bit of a shock. 
Uh, Marco Simonovic with the 44th pick. Devin Dotson, they picked up undrafted. Uh, they also got Garrett Temple through free agency. Uh, they lost Chris Dunn, Shaquille Harrison, Adam Makoka, and Max Strauss. Nothing much there. They'll just go run of the mill. It's more still developing some of their guys there. Yeah, still Chicago. developing some of their guys. But there's one thing I want to mention, Dom, and that's, you know, uh, when I was watching the draft uh, last week, I drafted uh, Patrick Williams, and I said, who the fuck was is this guy? Um, now, I'm not one to just be like, oh, who's, who's this guy, and, you know, leave it at that. So yeah, I you know, did, did, did a bit of Google Searching and, and, and Hills. shout out to 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 some uh, someone who I've uh, friended uh, through through the hobby and and uh, through NBA card market page uh, Australian card market page um, Jay and he's uh, he's very big passionate Bulls fan so he shared a few videos about this Patrick Williams and I, I had to watch him he was in, playing some scrimmages with some NBA guys now this is before the draft now you got to remember like you know you didn't you did, he came off the bench he's only 19 years old Dommer. He's only 19. I'll post this video. I'll find the video. I'll send it to you. You can like have a little quick skip through as you know we're going through uh, later on, and we can mention it later, or you can watch it and mention it uh, if you can. But we'll put it to the viewers out there. This video it impressed me a lot. What I see in his ability to you know at 19, 6, 8, he's already 6, 8, and he's 19. Like, yeah. who knows? He might have another little cheeky ghost spurt and end up 6'9", 6'10". He's got these handles, the way he's able to pull off up off the dribble. He's doing, you know, uh, b- between the legs, uh, behind the back, step back. Um, you know, he's doing all these moves. And then, you know, uh, crossover, driving to the ring, dunking. I mean, look, it's a scrimmage. I understand. I get it. But it wasn't that. It was also his ability to then go into the low post and use his size advantage on the smaller guy at the time. The NBA, this is pivotal because the NBA, there's so much switching uh, with screens that inevitably at 6'8 and his length that he's already got, he's going to get mismatches. 100% he will. You know, and uh, the fact that he's got, he, you you see his mid-range pull-up and his soft touch uh, and there's some moves in this video where he, he, he's he got it on the block, he turns around and he you sort of up fakes him and then double clutches and then sort of fades away and hits a little, you know, floater. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving him that sort of mantle. But you know, very like uh, a la Kobe Bryant when he, you know, you'd get him in the block and you make one move, two move, and then come back the other way and have that. You make like a tough ass shot. You know, leaning into the guy. It's impressive stuff. I know. You know, like yeah. shooting. I mean, on, yeah, on contact and through traffic. Shooting on contact tough. and that sort of thing. And so that video really excited me uh, and then had a look at like his his high school stats he he was he was pretty good in high school who never know maybe he, he was potentially you know back in the day he was might have been a guy uh out of high school he maybe uh, could have gone straight into the NBA if their system was still like that so uh, he went to college he probably he then went and probably he opted straight into the draft but the thing was that the Chicago Bulls really liked about him was his basketball mind so uh, when they had conversations with him his ability to understand the game of basketball um, and just being basketball smart is what they like to call it um, so I'll be interested to see how he develops um, and I'll be interested to see how the market of cards uh, actually takes up his value of card I mean number fourth pick yeah I know Right, just the fourth pick. The, the advice: so, just collect the top ten and hold them. <laughs> just hold it. So, you never know what's going to happen. Well, you never know. You yeah. you always want to find that sleeper. Yeah, uh, this guy could yeah, be it. He could be the guy. So yeah, look, so, it'd be it'd be an interesting follow, Dominic. Interesting definitely. follow. Next, we have the Cavs. 
we just breeze through them. Uh, they picked Isaac Okoro, fifth pick. Uh, they tra- traded for... Who'd they get here? They got JaVale McGee. Uh, they re-signed Dully. Uh, and they picked up Damien Dotson. They lost Tristan Thompson, uh, Matt Mooney, the and Zizic. And they traded Jordan Bell and Alfonso McKinney to the Los Angeles Lakers, who are... Can't wait to get to them because they're oh Dallas Jeez. Mavericks uh, picked Aussie Josh Green with the 18th pick. Picked up Tyrell Terry, 31st pick. Tyler Bay, 36th. They picked up Josh Richardson uh, in a trade with Philadelphia and James Johnson from Minnesota by trade. They also picked up Wesley Wundu from Orlando. They lost Seth Curry, DeLon Wright, and Justin Jackson. Uh, they also lost J.J. Barea. Oh, yeah, their free agent, sorry, JJ Barrea, Michael Kidd, Gil- Gilchrist, Courtney Lee, Josh Reeves, and Antonius Cleveland. And Josh Richards is a good pickup. Seth Curry's a bit of a loss, in my opinion, but he was asking for a bit of money, so pretty hard to keep them. Next, we've got Denver, made it to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, they picked Zeke Naji with this 22nd overall pick. Then they got traded. RJ Hampton. He's a bit of a sleeper. It's a good guy to get, I tell you what. Uh, they also picked up Facundo Campazzo. Sounds like an Aussie, uh, an Italiano there from Real Madrid, but uh, Jermichael Green from the Clippers, <laughs> and they lost Jeremy Grant to Detroit, which he was asking for money, so that's all right. They lost Mason Plumley, the uh, cornerstone of that team, to Detroit, Tory Craig, Tyler Cook, Troy Daniels, and Noah Vonley. They're going to be good again. They're going to be very good. If Michael Porter yeah, they, Jr. Look, they, can... They're going to be good. Um, I listened, I listened um, to to your boy, The Herd. Um, they had Nick Wright on, and he's talking about... Um, Nick Wright was saying, like, you know, he believes that Denver may have got weaker. But I don't feel that. I don't feel... I don't, I'm going to disagree with Nick Wright on that. I mean, I understand Jeremy Grant. He, you, you can't pay the man. Like, you know, yeah, he showed up in the playoffs... But like, is he, he? He's not your cornerstone, cornerstone player. You hope that uh, MPJ can improve his defense a bit, and he will take more of a role uh, on that side. And if he can hold up, and you know, you're, you're adding RJ Hampton, who, who's played against men, uh, he can come in and fill that role off the bench. Um, you know, Tory Craig, if they lose a defender there. That's probably more. You know, losing two defenders is probably not what they wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, in that sense. Um, they still kept their best defender in Gary Harris, which which is good. Uh, but I still think they're going to be good going forward. Uh, let's let's see let's see if they they play the main man down there. Um, that could take over the whole uh, of the NBA, Mr. Bol Bol. Yeah, I know. Well, he just signed a two-year, $4.2 million. That's right. He signed the contract. So I'll be interested to see if they start playing. Like, I mean... Why not? Yeah, why? Why would you start playing some of these guys that that have you know got severe talent? Hopefully, Bobo puts on some size, doesn't get pushed around as as easy. Is he going to play big minutes? We don't know. Uh, we don't know. But you know, the, the the guys that you had there, you 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 were you were getting close, but you need to change it up. Obviously, you know your main few, uh, Jokic and and oh. and and Murray. Oh. Um, MPJ definitely, guns, guns, and then guns. around that, that's where you need to find the guys. Your boy um, Gary Harris. Yeah, look, look, Gary Harris is only good for defense. Other yeah, than that, right. he was he was terrible. I'm the Lakers right. left him open, and and we allowed him to shoot the ball, and and hallelujah, he shot the ball because he had to swim <laughs> that series. I agree. You want him to shoot the ball. If anyone's going to shoot, it's him. 
Yes, that's yeah. right. Uh, oh, I mean, you can, it's NBA, mate. They're all good if they're there. No, they're, they're, you, ha- you can't take away everything. you got to live and die with certain things in the game. And that was what we we chose to do, and it worked. That's it. Uh, next, we had Detroit. We'll just breeze through these teams. Killian Hayes, uh, the French point guard, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey, Saban Lee with their drafts. They brought in DeLon Wright, Dazana Musa, Rodney Magruder, and Dwayne Dedman. Then they also picked up Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumley, Jaleel Okafor, and Josh Jackson. They lost Bruce Brown, Luke Kennard, Kyrie Thomas, and Tony Snell. And their free agents, Christian Wood, Langston Galloway, John Henson, Brandon Knight, Thom Maker, Jordan McRae, Derek Walton Jr., Jordan Bone, and Lewis King. They're rebuilding. So don't expect anything from Detroit. We'll move on to our boys. Uh, I reckon we call them our second team. We hated them for so long, but I reckon they're pretty much like our second team now. Source, the Golden State Warriors. We actually want them to be good. Unfortunately, we're going to put it out there from the get-go, lost Clay Thompson. Not to trade, but to injury. So, he's out. But in that, they did draft Wiseman with the second pick. Nico uh, Manion, and then Justinian Jessup, who is also an Aussie, I'm pretty sure. Justinian Jessup. Uh, then they got Kelly Oubre, which was a good addition. They picked up Brad Wanamaker, another 3 and D guy. Kent Bazemore, another guy that uh, shoots threes, another scorer. Uh, they lost Dragon Bender, whoop-de-doo, and they waved Kai Bowman, so whatever. But they're, they're stronger in terms of like the depth on their bench. You can remember they still got Eric Pascal on there. Uh, Wiggins is going to get more of a run now, definitely. They're definitely not going to trade Wiggins now, so he's going to play because they lost um, Clay. So Sauce's yep. boy, who's been talking up, Andrew Wiggins, uh, is going to get minutes. He's going to play he's now. He's going to get minutes. He's going to be the number two. Come on, Wig. Come on, Wig. Prove us why yep. you were the number one pick. Now, this was no better situation playing on that team. Um, it's all about you know, it's all about moving the ball, playing your role, and if you can do that, like I mean, I, I still even without Clay, Steph stays fit. Um, that team could still do something. Uh, they could still they could still push for the, a playoff spot. Are they going to be as good? You know, I thought they were going to finish top four in the West next season probably with not. Clay fit. Probably not. Not now. Uh, they're probably they're probably looking like the eighth eighth to sixth seed. I feel. Yeah. Uh, if they're going to sneak in there. Easy, easy, easy. Uh, if you do have questions and you're watching, please shoot them through. We will answer them. Uh, next up, we've got Houston Rockets. Uh, sorry, I just bit my tongue as I said that, and I had a bit of a lisp. Houston Rockets. <laughs> sorry, uh, they dropped. <laughs> Kenyon Martin's son, Kenyon Martin Jr., with the 52nd pick. Now, this guy's got very raw, and he's got a lot of talent. I mentioned this uh, on Monday in our special pod, mate. He's a bit of a sleeper. So, collect his cards. That's my uh, that's my smoky. Not a saucy smoke, but that's mine. Just keep an eye on him. Uh, they also picked up Christian Wood, Deshaun Tate from the Sydney Kings, uh, and DeMarcus Cousins. They lost Robert Covington to the Portland Trailblazers, which is a big loss. Uh, they're free agents. Jeff Green, who has left. Bruno Caboclo, Damari Carroll, Tyson Chandler, Michael Frazier, Gerald Green, Luke Mbar, Mute, Austin Rivers has left and gone to New York. Seth Losha and William Howard. And most likely they will lose Houston and... Uh, Houston lose uh, Harden and Westbrook at some stage. Uh, next up, we have Indiana. They draft Cassius Stanley. Uh, they've lost Brian Bowen, Alize Johnson, Nas Mitru Long, and they traded TJ Lee. They're still pretty much the same. Good call there. 
Depends can... if Oladipo stays. If Oladipo yeah. stays and Sabon, Sabon, uh, Sabonis comes back and can be fit, yeah, uh, that but... team, you know, they can definitely make the playoffs. I've said that, but it all depends. It's all about Oladipo. It's all yeah. about Oladipo because let's be honest, uh, TJ Warren ain't getting you far. Exactly. Uh, next two teams are the ones that could be a bit of a talking point here. Clippers drafted Daniel Turu, Jay uh, Scrub, uh, Luke Kennard. They got in and they picked up Serge Ibaka. They lost Landry Shamet, Rodney Magruder, Montrez Harrell to the Los Angeles Lakers, Jermichael Green, and then Reggie Jackson and Jonathan Motley, also free agents. And in saying that, we're going to jump straight into the Lakers. They picked up Montrez Harrell, Wesley Matthews. They re-signed Markeith Morris. They signed Dennis Schroeder. They got Jordan Bell and Alfonso McKinney from the Cavs. They lost Danny Green, who who could not hit the backside of the barn in the NBA Finals. In- <laughs> Jabal McGee, who didn't even play a minute. So they've practically given up two guys for nothing. Uh, they lost Rondo, who was massive in the finals. We'll give him that. He was massive, Rondo. But he was expensive, and it is a good pickup for Atlanta, as we said. Avery Bradley, who wasn't even a part of that that team because he didn't come into yep. the bubble. But it's a good pickup for the Heat. We got Avery Bradley. We'll take it. Uh, Dwight Howard, who had a pivotal role. He did, did pretty well. Uh, he well. went to Philly. And then free agents are Jared Dudley, which I don't expect them to re-sign. J.R. Smith, which I don't expect them to re-sign. Dion Waiters, maybe. And Costas, unto the Kumpo, the Greek freak who has one title. So, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they waved We're going back to back, Doma. We're going back to back. Yeah, just uh, calm your farm. We have gotten significantly stronger. We've got to get through the heat, mate. When we bl- we're going to breeze through the East. If this is Boston's team, we're breezing through. We're still going to get Bradley Bill anyway before the trade thing's done. Oh, I'm still, still on confident. this crap. He's still confident. <laughs> still on the Bradley Bill trade. Give me Bradley Bill. Oh, but uh, Lakers looking strong. The team's even better than. Uh, how can that be, Dommer? How can how can the league allow that to happen? I think honestly. Remember when? The, remember, remember when the 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 commissioner blocked the trade for CP3 and we weren't allowed to get no one. Yeah, I but know. Yet now we're, we're now with LeBron, we can just get anyone we want. I, I genuinely reckon. You know what's funny? I think we'll talk about this next week because uh, it'll take up a bit of time. Just this discussion. But I think people are starting to actually uh, realize, like vets, vets, not like these key marquee guys, vets that understand the game. And actually, LeBron loves playing with vets more than young guys, as we know. But I yeah. think the vets are realizing they look over at Rondo and Dwight Howard, who won titles on the back end of their career, and they've gone, uh, it's actually pretty easy to win a title in this league. All you have to do is just join uh, LeBron James, the best Well, you at least know world. you're going to get to the finals, yeah. Dommer. You're going to join the best player in the world, and arguably, at his best, the second, third, or fourth best player in the world in Davis on the same team. Um, hello? It may, we've been saying is why all these guys haven't just played with LeBron to get rings <laughs> from the beginning. I'm not really trying to stop his greatness, mate. He's just uh, Legoat, as we like to call him. Uh, coming up, we will talk about that. I reckon that's a good thing. We'll discuss it next week. Memphis is up next. Obviously, well, this is actually Source's second team because uh, he wants pieces to go around his boy, JJJ. Uh, they yeah. got Desmond, Desmond Bain, Xavier Tillman Sr., Killian Tilly. What a name. And Jalil Tripp, undrafted from Exhibit 10, whatever that is. They also got Mario Hazonia from Portland. 
Uh, they lost Josh Jackson to the Detroit Pistons, and free agents are John Concha, Jonte Porter, Anthony Tolliver, and Utah Watanabe. Nothing much happened there. I still reckon they'll be all right. They'll be all right. They'll push for that eight spot. Uh, let's, I, I hope they 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 go, and I just hope my boy JJJ has a breakout season and um, wins most improved player, which I think he could potentially have that impact. I think he can take his game to that you know twenty four points a game average, um, and and start uh, solidifying his spot as uh, one of the better you know big men in the game. Completely agree. Completely agree. Now next up we got my boys. Now I don't know if this is a typo, you might be actually able to clarify this for me because I didn't know we picked up this guy. Uh, but we'll start with the draft. We picked up, have a listen to this name, Precious Achua. What a name. We got Bam yeah, Adebayo, Precious, Precious Achua. Mate, look at these names. Got to love it. Uh, so we picked him with the 20th, 20th overall pick. Free agents picked up Maurice Harkless, Avery Bradley. And now this one I didn't know, but Austin Rivers from New York. Did they get rid of him? Yeah, so he got traded. Alston Rivers, he won. He left. Oh, well, he left. Right. He was, I'll take him. Yeah. yeah. He's a shooter. Does what he does. It's what we need. He's a solid defensive yeah, player. exactly. That's what we are. 3 and D, mate. Look where it got us. And he shoots threes. Uh, but the biggest loss we had, uh, Jay Crowder, who was massive in the finals. Uh, good player. Good pick up by Phoenix, but we lost Derek Jones Jr. to Portland. And then our other free agents are Kyle Alexander and Gabe Vincent. Uh, the Bucks, we're breezing through these now. We're killing them. Jordan now, Sam Merrill, Rajon Tucker. They got Drew Holiday, who is which is massive. They signed DJ Augustine, Bobby Good vet P. off the bench, Bobby P from the Knicks. He's down there as well. Uh, they got rid of Bledsoe, Spud, George Hill. Uh, they got rid of Wes Matthews. Is gone. Sterling Brown is gone. Lo- Robin Lopez is gone. Uh, Cole Kerr. Corva, he's still a free agent. Frank Mason's a free agent, and so is Cam Reynolds. They also waived Ursan Ilyasova, and Marvin Williams has retired. Thoughts on them? Win, um, they've gotten they've gotten stronger. They've improved, uh, and uh, I think they've tr- uh, tried to uh, add some guys around him that that can um, you know help him going forward. Drew Holiday is a great pickup. Um, some of the other guys, I'm not, I'm not so sure about G.J. Augustine, and um, I mean he, he's okay backup point guard. Uh, Bobby Portis is solid coming off the bench, uh, has filled in a number of roles. It was quite good uh, in in Chicago when he was playing down there. Um, so he'll just be happy he's out of the Knicks. Let's be honest. <laughs> I completely agree. Completely agree. Uh, we'll just definitely breeze through these. Uh, Minnesota picked up Anthony Edwards. Uh, they got Ricky Rubio back. Uh, they got rid of James Johnson. New Orleans picked up Kira Lewis Jr. They got Eric Bledsoe in. Stephen Adams in from Oklahoma. They also got Willie Hernan Gomez, Winyan Gabriel, Sedarius Thornwell re-signed, and Brandon Ingram signed a five-year, $148 million deal, which is massive. Uh, they lost Drew Holiday, Darius Miller, Jelly Lokafor, Derek Favors, Etuan Moore, uh, and that is it there. Uh, and then the Knicks picked up Obi Toppin, Saucy's boy, Emmanuel quickly with the 25th pick. They got rid of. Uh, they also got Spellman in, Jacob Evans, Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, and Austin Rivers, which now they've got rid of. Uh, they've lost Bobby P, Harkless, Dotson, 
uh, Ed Davis as well. And they waived Taj Gibson, Wayne Ellington, and Kenny Wooten. Now, this one, oh, Jesus. Oklahoma City Thunder. So, um, let's just see who they got in. Horford, Ty Jerome, Jalen LeCouc, LeCouc, yeah, Vincent Poirier, Trevor Ariza, Justin Jackson, George Hill, Darius Miller, TJ Leith. They lost CP3, uh, Schroeder were the notable ones, and Stephen Adams, uh, and along with Gallinari, Magic drafted my boy Cole Anthony, uh, and they lost DJ Augustine and Wes Iwundu. Philly picked up Danny Green, Terrence Ferguson, Seth Curry, Tony Bradley, Dwight Howard, and Ryan Brockoff, the Aussie from Dallas. Uh, they got rid of Horford, Richardson, Zaire Smith, uh, Alec Burks left, and then so did Rail Neto. And now this one, I think we might have to talk about it with the Phoenix Sardins. Uh, drafted Jalen Smith with pick 10. They got in Chris Paul, Abdul Nader, Jay Crowder, Etuan Moore, Dario Saric re-signed. Then they shipped off Rubio, Ty Jerome, Kelly Oubre, uh, Aaron Baines. They look all right. Yeah, they, they look like they're firming up well. We'll be interested to see how they can if they can carry that you know, momentum that they had in the bubble forward. And, and see where it can get them this season. Uh, as I said, I expected them last season when they came out of the blocks to, 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 to push towards that you know lower playoff spot. But maybe, uh, not maybe, but actually adding Chris Paul, um, who, as we spoke about last week, was able to you know drag that Oklahoma team to where he Bloody got them. Yeah. Um, why can't they you know finish fifth? We, we don't even know what's going to happen with Houston right now. You know, So uh, Houston might not be a factor. So then you're really only battling against, you know, probably four other sides that are really locks, and then the rest is open. Sure. Um, in my opinion. So that, that you know, fifth through eighth spot is definitely open. Definitely. Uh, next up, we have Portland, uh, who got Robert Covington, great defensive player, and has improved his three-point shooting, which is good. Ennis Cantor comes back. They also got Derek Jones Jr., got rid of uh, Trevor Ariza, Mario Hazonia. Jalen Adams uh, and Wenyan Gabriel. Yeah, quick note on Portland: if they can stay healthy, this is this is one of the locks I'm talking about. If they can stay healthy, they, they had yeah. a lot of injuries last season, and they and Dame still got them to the playoffs. Yeah, correct. Yeah, if they stay healthy, they are locked for the playoffs. No, they're good. They're going to be very good. Uh, who we got here? Sacramento got uh, another one of my boys, Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, that's pretty much it. They've lost Bazemore. Uh, and the one here, Bogdan, which I forgot to mention up the top, he's going to go to Atlanta. So yeah, he is. He is going to Atlanta. Bogdan that's just Bogdanovich. A, that's just another. That's another guy. asset which we forgot to mention about, which would have hyped us up even more. They are looking good, Atlanta, in that week east. They're making, you know, they've they're, added some vets. Yeah. Bogdan's also another vet. Uh, he's been in the league. Uh, I think he's 27, 28. So you know, he's been in the league a little bit. And these are the guys that you want to bring into your team when you've got that young core. Um, been in the league two years, three years. Him and John Collins, Trey, playing together. You add Cam Reddish. They're looking good. Uh, looking good. Uh, next up, the Spurs, who were quiet as ever. Drafted Devin Vassell and Trey Jones, and they just lost Brian, Brian Forbes. So, <laughs> simple for them. Toronto uh, drafted Malachi Flynn, Jalen Harris. They picked up Aaron Baines, Chris Bush, uh, Boucher, DeAndre Bembry, Alex Len. Uh, they lost Serge Barker, Marcus Gasol, another guy that the Lakers got. 
Uh, and there's a few others there that are still free agents. Uh, Utah, Adoka, Azubuke, Elijah Hughes were in the draft. They picked up Derek Favors. Uh, they lost Ed Davis, Tony Bradley. And they have no notable free agents there. And then the last but not least, watch this space, drafted Denny Avdia from Israel. Yeah. This guy is a beast. If you haven't heard Source talk about it, he is a beast. Uh, Cassius yeah. Winston as Watching. well. Then they picked up Anthony Gill, Robin Lopez, uh, Raul Neto. Uh, they lost Admiral Schofield. Uh, and that is it until they lose Bradley Beal to trade. So that's... Plenty of playing time available in that Washington team, in my opinion. So Just Beal, if you're listening to me, if you're watching double double coverage, just go to the heat, mate. Just, just do us all a favor. So you can win a title, mate. Play with buckets and win. But uh, that's been pretty much what we've had so far. It's been a lot to absorb. I know we've been rambling here for about 40 minutes, but a lot has happened. And I think, yeah, I think a lot more a lot. still will happen because we've still got some free agents to get signed. We're going to have minimum guys to get signed, some vets moving. So stay tuned for that, I guess, and we'll see what happens. By the time we get to December 22nd, there's going to be a lot of rosters that look completely different. They so. will, they will, Dom. And there's already been a lot of moves, and uh, out of what's happened thus far, I'm, I am sitting confident on this side uh, going into this next NBA season with what the Lakers have been able to do. One hundred percent. I would be as well if I'm a, if I'm a, a member of the Laker Nation like Saucy. I tell you what, I'd just be rubbing my hands together and celebrating at this point in time because you've got the greatest player on the planet. And a guy that now knows what it's like and he's had the taste of championship success in Davis, expect him to get better because he's going to want more of those chips to add to his collection. So, And you've got to do it now before the time runs out. There's a, there's, a, there's a ticking timer on LeBron James. You win as many as you can now before he has to come off the bench and shoot threes for the next five years until he's 40. Oh, man. It's, I actually it's, think he's going to play He's gonna play until he's 42, I mate. I can't wait till he wins eight titles by the end of his career. I can't wait till he's played till he's 42. I can't wait. I can't wait till he wins eight. I'm going to celebrate. You know what he's going to do? He's going to go join like KD and the best team and just come off the bench as a on a minimum vet contract. And he's just going to win. He probably eclipsed Jordan. He probably win more than Paul <laughs> Russell by the end of his career. He just sit on the bench. <laughs> the guy's on another planet, man. The guy's on another planet. He spends $1.5 million on his recovery and fitness. He's got hyperbolic chambers in his freaking mansion. He, he, he's got every technology known to man, mate. He's, he's, he's an he's got, alien. He's, got he's not born. NASA. He wasn't born NASA. on Earth. He's got NASA on bloody speed dial, mate. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So we'll see what happens there. But they are looking uh, very pretty in their position at the moment to be defending champions uh very nice come up next for the epl and champions league let's get straight back into the soccer three two all right we're back epl and champions league we'll start with the epl stuff saucy uh, we'll get through these games. Newcastle versus Chelsea. Uh, two new winners for the for the Blues. I'll tell you what. We keep saying it. Just watch out. They're just 
chugging along. Yeah, yeah, and another good a look at quick mention, another good win today where they uh, got a goal late and able to, to, to overcome some adversity. These are these are the games that you see and watch and you go, oh, yep, yeah, well, you know, they scored, got scored against late, but they were able to yeah. bounce, turn around, bang, get that winner. Uh, and when teams are starting to do that, they're winning games that maybe they were losing last season, they start to feel more confident and they get on that roll. So start watch shaking. out for the yeah. Blues I'm going to start shaking in my boots a bit because Timo Werner is starting to really come into his own here. Yep. And it's very he scary. Is. Very, very scary. If he can uh, get to that form he was, he was in when he was playing Bundesliga football, game over. I gave yep. him a shout-out two weeks ago. We all know that Patrick Bamford, I love him. He's one of my boys. i got two new people I'm going to add to my list of uh, Dommers boys. Number one... <laughs> that I'm adding. The next edition is Zayic from Chelsea. I absolutely love this guy. He's, He's a good. freak. He's good. This guy's a monster. The second one, when we get to the team, I mentioned him a couple of weeks ago. I'm in love with him. But next up, we had Fulham versus Everton. The return of Richarlison after he almost snapped Alcantara's leg in the Merseyside derby. You got a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Richarlison back. They hadn't won a game since he'd been suspended. He comes back. Calvert Lewin looked good. He scored twice. Uh, Everton were firing. They fell asleep a bit in the second half, and Fulham uh, brought it back. They should have drawn this Fulham. They slipped on a pen. They did a John Terry on the spot. Oh. And he kicked it over the bar. They <laughs> it to three-two, but then they scored the other goal later. But if they kicked the pen, they would have drawn oh, wow. this game. So they looked all right. They attacked pretty well so Scott Parker looks like this he's getting some continuity in the team there and starting to build still early days so he might be able to sneak out of relegation uh, next up West Brom against Man United this game was putrid he's still loving this John Terry I'm still loving the call John Terry <laughs> genuinely mate go watch the highlight he's exactly the same get it up now it's exactly the same as John Terry it was, it was a pisser oh. the only difference was it wasn't uh, dark in a Champions League bloody final and pissing down I don't think it was pissing down but uh, next up we have West West Brom versus Man United the game was shit this game was terrible uh, United got a pen on VAR Fernandez missed it but then, but then it was a retake all the VAR calls yeah then they got the retake because the keeper came off his line and then he put it in and we won 1-0. That was pretty much the gist of the, the, the game. You, you got the VAR call, and then you got the recall to, after you missed the penalty. L- legit. Because so, we had it. The Fergie ghost lives within that uh, and that team, mate. 100%. The Fergie type. 100%. And the, and the fact that we hadn't won a home game yet in the Premier League until that game. So maybe the refs were like, we need to give United some, uh, give them a hand here, or else they don't look like they're going to bloody uh, get a win at Old Trafford for the whole season. <laughs> he just watched the John Terry slip. <laughs> he just watched the John Terry slip. Not the John Terry. Who was it? Uh, apparently, they're like one of the worst teams at pen uh, spot kicks in the in the league. <laughs> Anyone out there, if you haven't seen it, I'm gonna I'm gonna link it. I'm gonna link the video. Link the video where I watched mate. it. It's absolutely horrendous. Oh, it's just terrible. Absolutely. So you're telling me that would have equalised the game. No, no, that game, that goal would have gone to three two. Ah, so that they goal they kicked later one. in the game would have equalised it. Right. But literally, wow. you missed. They missed the golden opportunity to walk away with a point there, and really put some heat on Everton. But next up, we had Aston Villa versus Brighton. Brighton got the chocolates here. 
They beat uh, Aston Villa. Uh, Ross Barkley injured five minutes into the game with a hammy. That is a big loss because he's been linking up very well with Ollie Watkins and Jack Grealish this season. So not good signs there, Brighton. Massive win by Brighton to, to help him in their relegation fight. 100%. 100%. Next up, Liverpool versus Leicester City. A 3-0 bath from the Reds. And this is where my second boy... This is the top the top three, the holy trinity of Dom's football in the EPL at the moment. He's Patrick Bamford, Zayic, and Dogo Jota. This guy is a beast. Diogo! He's a freak. Diogo Jota, he's, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's, he's solid. A, and he's a gun. He was good at Wolverhampton. Uh, he came, he, you come across to a better team with better players. That enhances your game. Uh, and... Klopp loves him, absolutely starts him now just about every game. Guy's a monster. He's a beast. If you haven't seen him play, just go do yourself a favor. Liverpool are running on skeleton on skeleton crew at the moment because they've got that many injuries. But all these guys are stepping up and they've just slapped, literally slapped Leicester 3-0. Seven matches, four goals. I mean, what do you want from a winger? He's a gun. He's a gun. We love him. Uh, we're going to keep your game till the end because it was absolutely shit. Uh, next, we had Sheffield versus West Ham. 1-0 win for West Ham. Wolves, Southampton drew 1-1. Burnley beat Palace 1-0 in a bit of a upset. And now we're going to get to the game of the round. Leeds versus Arsenal. Uh, have you got any comments? I know you had a red card and you went to 10 men. But I'll tell you what the result should have been after you give me your... I'm just going to say, before you say anything, it's been eight hours since you kicked the goal. Did you know that? Eight hours since you put a ball in the back of that net. You know where the goalkeeper stands, that thing that the ball's meant to go into to win games? <laughs> Eight hours. Dom, I don't even know what to say anymore. You know, I don't even know what to say. You know, Leeds, you know what the score should have been in this game? 6 nothing. You know how many times Leeds hit the post? The woodwork? Mate, it was literally unbelievable. They look like bloody chippies out there, mate. That's how much labor they were doing. They smashed the crap out of the post, the crossbar. They hit it six times. So they're the attacking chances where they hit the frame. So they could have potentially all been goals. It should have been over in first half. Oh, it should have been finished. Uh, it should have been over in the first half. Leeds what, what do you have to do? absolutely demolished us. Um, Nicolas Pepe had an absolute mirror of a game. Not only did he get sent off for doing one of the most stupid things in, his, uh, uh, in, in, in moving your head. If you haven't learned anything yeah. from Zinedine Zidane in the World Cup, well, you're an idiot because it's one of the most uh, renowned incidents of all time. He's done a Zinedine Zidane. Not as bad, but, you know, moved his head towards the player. Red card. See, like, I mean, He's before you would have got caught anyway, uh, with VAR, you definitely ain't getting away with it. So it's just stupidity, Dom. Not only that, I watched him in the first half. They had an absolute field day uh, down uh, Arsenal's uh, right-hand side, uh, Leeds' left-hand attacking side, because Nicolas Pepe refused to run back on defense. And they had an absolute field day, uh, teaming up on Ballerin uh, two-on-one. Ballerin losing his marbles at uh, Pepe, telling him to run back. What are you doing? Like, I'm getting carved up here every time. We should have been. It should have been two-nil at halftime, Dom. Should have been two nil at halftime, and the game should have been you know pretty much in the bed basically at halftime with the way we've been uh, uh, unable to kick goals. 
but it wasn't, and we were somehow in it. You somehow um, walked away. Bert Leno had an absolute blinder, absolute blinder, made some great saves. Got a bit of luck, you know, they hit the post twice, I hit the crossbar once, but Leno made a few good uh, saves, made one save from a, a strike from, um, I can't remember what the player was, uh, but... The guy caught it absolutely flush as you like. Uh, Benno, Leno with the right hand stuck the mid up and uh, palmed it away. I keep saying, Dom, I don't know where we're at. I don't know where we're at. We, we, we've, we've, our defense has been, it's been good. Like other than getting uh, pounced by uh, Aston Villa, uh, we've been pretty good. You know, we had a one nil loss, uh, another one nil loss. Um, you know, uh, we lost three one to Liverpool, but other than that. Uh, 3-0 to Aston Villa. So, I mean, our defense has been good. We don't concede. But where our attacking threat has gone, I have no idea. Um, it's it's disappeared. Uh, we we lack invention. Like, he started uh, Sebelos this game. Danny Sebelos. And, and he tried to play those forward passes. But we couldn't keep the ball. Um, yeah. We lacked. And, You're man, I, I'm just going to say it. Uh the more uh, Granite Xhaka keeps playing, oh, I was going to bring that up. We're, we're gonna we're gonna struggle. The, uh, I saw it in the starting sheet, and I just thought of you straight away, mate. <laughs> there was a point there. Look, Rodrigo should have had a goal. Rodrigo <laughs> should have had a goal. He cut inside, oh, he hit and the he hit the crossbar. It was amazing. I watched that. I watched that footage. I watched that footage, and that exact footage is the same. Uh, that sort of defending is the same sort of defending I've seen from Granite Xhaka the last however many years he's been at the club. Right? That that clip right there pretty much summed it up. The guy has never learnt. Right? If you know Rodrigo, uh, his right foot, all it's there for is to stand on. Now, if a guy gets it just on the outside of that right-hand goalpost, uh, what's he most likely going to do if you're a left footer? A la Iron Robin, a la Messi, a la all the best left footers that have ever played Maradona. They will cut back inside and they will try and shoot. A la me. He okay. had the defender there. Yeah, you. Uh, left, uh, I wouldn't say one of the greatest uh, left uh, left foot uh, <laughs> of all time, yeah, but no, we'll give you your left footer. We'll beg to we'll differ that. Footer. We'll beg to differ that. <laughs> He runs back, Domo. That play right there just typified Granite Xhaka. He runs oh. back as hard as he can. He's got the centre back there. He drifts off. Uh, the centre back, you know, if he goes that way, the centre back has got him. He's got him 100%. going to his right hand foot. You, you, as you're running back, you need to stay on that left foot. He overruns it, overruns it that much that he even takes out our centre back out of position. So our centre back has to then run around him to contest the ball. Doesn't get there. Unlucky Rodrigo hit the, the crossbar. Lucky for us. And that right there was enough for me to go, you know, it's the same old Granite Xhaka. Although he's good at, at, at passing and, you know, that part of his game is, you know, up there. It's that defend. You're there to defend and you're making the same mistakes I've seen you make last season, the season before, and the season before, and the season before, since you started at the club. So what have you, what have you improved on? Nothing. Uh, like it just it, it baffles me, man. It baffles me. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you, you're a professional player. You would know he's a left footer. Don't allow him to cut inside. Like it's and I just see those same things. I'm just like, you know, where are we going to get when when guys don't learn from their same mistakes that they've been making for the last three seasons? I can tell you, we're going to get absolutely nowhere. So, so anyway, let's get to the table baffled. here. Tottenham and Liverpool both equal first on twenty. Chelsea and Leicester both on 18, third and fourth. Southampton, Southampton fifth, 
Everton 6th. Southampton. Aston Villa 7th. West Ham 8th. 9th. Wolves 10th. United back in the top 10. <laughs> That's You've sad. skipped us. No, I haven't skipped you yet, mate. Palace no, we're, we're over us, United now. Yeah. Arsenal 12th. Well, at least you're still beating City because they're shambles. 13th. I don't think we went through that game, did we? Did we go through that game, Man City? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but um, that was that. Maybe fucking. We didn't go through that game. How did we miss that one? That was probably the biggest game there. We'll go re- keep reading the ladder and we'll go back yeah, over. You're a shambles, mate. Leeds in 14th, Newcastle 15th on 11th, Brighton 16th, Burnley 17th, and then Fulham 18th on four points, West Brom 19th on three points, and Sheffield bottom of the really table, bad. Sheffield. Poor, poor fellas. One point. Down there on a, on a point. A point. Spurs point. Man City. There it is. Bloody hell. Bring it up, Doma. Bring it up. Son of a gun. That's all I'm saying. That should sum up. That, that's the game. Son of a gun. Son me. Mourinho has got that team absolutely pearling. Uh, we love it. Son is a beast. The special one is back. And he's got a contending team that, that can, can, can go far. You could win it this season. This could be the year. Uh, Tottenham people, you know, you, you bring in the special one. He brings you results. Mate, he's... he's He's been proven, you know. Think about that team, uh, that Inter Milan team that he took to a Champions League title. No one, you know, thought that that team could get there or, or win it. Uh, and, you know, there you go. He's, Proof is in the he's pudding. The great uh, he's done it with FC there. Porto. Uh, some teams, you know, albeit he's a sook and the way he handles the media, he's the Allah, he's, he's the Mick Malthouse of freaking, of uh, of soccer, the way he handles the media. Uh, or the or the um, uh, the Tony Popovich, uh, Greg Popovich, not Tony Popovich, that's the old uh, uh, Australian uh, fullback. Um, Tony Popovich. Tony Popovich, the, the the great Western Wanderer coach who is, also mate. took the Western Wanderers to win the Asian Champions League. Thank you very He's much. Done, mate. Old Pop. So uh, that's it. That's that's been EPL. But we'll just run through next week, this week's games, mate, quickly. Crystal Palace, Newcastle, Brighton, Liverpool, Man City, Burnley, Everton, Leeds. Another great game there. West Brom, Sheffield, Southampton, United, which is also a good game. Chelsea, Spurs, which is another great game. Arsenal, Wolves, which I reckon will be a great game. Leicester Fulham. We could lose that. Yeah, you could. Leicester Fulham. Uh, Leicester should get that done. But this game, very under, underrated, and I reckon it's going to be amazing. West Ham versus Aston Villa. I reckon it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Uh, and then... Fourth I'm going the Hammers. Fourth finish up here, mate. We had Champions League this morning. Champions League. We'll run over the quick results. Uh, Chelsea 2-1 over Reigns. Krasnodar lost 2-1 to Sevilla. Lazio beat Zenit St. Petersburg 3-1. I'm going to keep that game to last. Barcelona smacked in them all. 4-0. Juventus 2-1 over, over friend. Ferran Cavaros. The GOAT scored. And then Morata in stoppage time. He finally wasn't offside. Yeah, no, finally wasn't offside. Got the goal. Paris Saint-Germain beat Leipzig. I'll be honest with you, the keeper should have done better on that. He that probably was a complete should've. cake. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain were very, very lucky not to, to lose or draw this game. I don't know how they got away with it. And then uh, United beat Istanbul 4-1. Fernandez put on a clinic. If you haven't seen his first goal, just go watch it. It was uh, a rifle. Absolute rifle. Great. But the, this is the last game I want to cover. Dortmund versus Club Bruges. And the reason why, got some uh, history made today. You know we love the, the stats and the facts. Yep. Erlen Haaland, 
You don't know who this fella is, ladies and gents. Uh, <laughs> He's a freak. He's a freak. We're speaking about people that are not from this planet in LeBron James. This guy here must be a cyborg because he finds the back of the net with absolute ease practically every single game. I don't know. It's literally like watching Ronaldo play every game, but a kid that's bloody... He's 20 years old. Oh. Um He's a monster. He, I don't know how tall he is. I'd like to see back. In terms of a soccer player, he's got amazing height. He's built like a brick shit house. But his speed. Oh, my God. Um, he's a freak. Once he gets going, he has got some great speed. And he gets moving. And he's got long strides. He's lightning quick. And, he's, and for and his size, he starts get, he gets going. And you don't expect him to, to be that fast. But I'll tell you what. Um... I'm going to put he's, a, he's yeah. a special player. I'm going to put, he's a special I'm going to put this out here. And I know it's early days. He's been playing for one year. I'm going to put this right out there. This guy, potentially, if he lives up to all his potential, could go down. I'm not going to say greatest of all time. I'm going to say as the most complete player to ever play the game. Big, strong, built, fast, amazing ball control. His touch is unreal. His finishing is on another level. His the finish today his that uh, finishing he, is he, just a joke. The, there was a finish today, Doma. He got the ball, took the touch. Uh, all, this is all in the space of you know while the defender's literally trying to chase him down. He's right on the hammer. He's taken the touch, looked up at the, the goalkeeper, looked back down at the ball, and struck it up in the near post off the post. You know, he's had he's had that much time, that much composure to to do all that uh, while you got the guy, you know, the defender literally about to, uh, you know, come from behind. Oh, he's just a, a freak, mate. And it's his playmaking is uh, just as good. And you know, it's funny they say it's the team that he's surrounded by. Like he's a guy that I reckon he'll dominate anyway, anywhere that he gets good service. So if a team like Real Madrid wants to pick him up, guess what? He's going to get great service. Uh, look, let's be honest. So, uh, uh, Lewandowski is uh, slowly uh, on the way out, and uh, Haaland will be in that Bayern Munich side uh, very soon, very soon, and probably in the next two, three years, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Like uh, because they, uh, I believe they, they still, they still owe the money after they bailed them out. Still, so they're still paying off uh, contracts, and that's the way they sort of pay back the. Exactly. They, they allow their players to develop there. And then they're, they're able to, to buy them. They sort of get first preference on, on the market. Yeah, they do. Like that. Now, uh, um, I brought up Haaland in that game at the end because uh, a record held by Manchester United legend and uh, Netherlands legend Ruud van Nistelrooy and Soldado, who played for Valencia back in the day, had a record of 15 goals in 19 matches. That is Champions League games. That was broken this morning by Haaland. He has 15 goals. In 12 games. Wow. So, uh, he's done it seven games short of what the record was, which is absolutely unreal. He's a freak. Uh, we've got some games coming up tomorrow. Mönchengladbach versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Olympiakos versus Man City. Bayern Munich versus Salzburg. Atletico Madrid versus Lokomotiv Moskva. Internazionale versus Real Madrid. This will be a great game. Uh, Marseille versus Porto. Ajax versus Mitterrand. Liverpool versus Atalanta to finish it off. We can watch Diogo Jota dominate again tomorrow, which will be uh, which will be great. I look forward to watching him kill it again. He's a freak. So they're the games. That's Champions League. That's EPL. Let's get to F1. Up next, Thomas. F1. What do we got? Let's get to F1s. Ah.
three, two. All right, we're back. F1 race this week, Bahrain Grand Prix on Sunday. If you're in the uh, continent of Australia, it is a 1.10 a.m. start Monday morning, which is fantastic. I uh, don't know how I'm going to get up for work the next day, but I'll, I'll manage somehow. But uh, <laughs> uh, but it is going to be a Bahrain. Uh, a bit of news quickly before we do move on to the UFC. There's some news regarding next year. Uh, obviously, we're in the delay, the 22, 2022, the equalization. But our construction of the tyres is going to change for next year. So this could be more wear and tear. Potentially, could influence the pack a bit. Uh, and also a few aero tweaks on the chassis. Uh, they got to keep the, the chassis as it is, but a few aero tweaks can be made. And as we've seen on cars, one minor difference could be the be-all and end-all of their competitiveness. So Mercedes have got the technology potentially to tweak it to obviously try and get even faster, but it could be a tweak that could hinder them, and if it hinders them, it could destroy everything they've worked hard for. But let's be realistic. Uh, that is not going to bloody happen. And they will win it again next year. And so will Lewis Hamilton. Uh, so Bahrain this Sunday, uh, G up for it. Uh, Lewis Hamilton probably won't race because he's going to put up his legs and relax. But uh, coming up next, <laughs> UFC. And we're going to, your boy, G up. My boy! He's fighting this week. Let's go. All right, we're back. Saucy. Lay it on them. You said at the top of the show. If you don't know who our boy is, you're going to tell them who our boy is. Well, it's Omar. Uh, We've been waiting for a while for this to happen again. We, we have. We, we, you know how much I love the man. Yeah, he's my favorite fighter in the UFC to watch. And um, I'm excited this weekend. But... Oh. Four IG up this weekend. We're going to go over the previous week. This yeah, yeah, no worries. No past worries. week's results. No worries. We're going to go over the, the main card, as I usually do. The light heavyweight division. You have Paul Craig uh, with the, the KO uh, over um, uh, Mauricio Rua in the light heavyweight division. Uh, women flyweight division. You had Caitlin Chuk again uh, defeated uh, Cynthia Calvillo uh, with a decision uh, after three rounds. The welterweight division, you had Tim Means defeated Mike Perry. That was a, actually a really good win uh, by Tim Means, a veteran guy. Probably expected Mike Perry to win that one, so it's a good decision win on his front. And the women flyweight, Vatalina Shevchenko did call this last week. It went the distance, Dom. You did it call it. was a really good fight. Um, these girls both went, women, sorry, uh, both went really hard uh, and... Well, let me just tell you, I wouldn't want to be taken apart from Vatalina Shevchenko. Yeah, probably uh, not. I'll tell you that right now. Um, got the decision, five rounds, and then in the flyweight division, Devioson Figueroa defeated Alex Perez in the first round in a, uh, in uh, with one minute and 57 left on the clock in the first round, so uh, within the first three minutes, and he was uh, with the submission, with a guillotine, Dommer. Really? G- great execution. Um, you know, it just it sort of came from nowhere. Uh, Alex Perez had uh, uh, Figueroa in a, a bit of a 
sort of had his leg. Um, you thought that he was going to be able to sweep him as he had his leg and, and take him down and, and get on top, get that top mount and try, you know, um, you know, uh, assume the position and, and uh, take out that first round um, as it was nearing down to the last sort of two minutes. But um, Figueroa. Uh, the the jiu-jitsu skills to roll out of some of these uh, positions and then turn it into an attack where he found himself, uh, you know, uh, at multiple times you thought, oh, oh, he's in danger here, he's in danger. And then all of a sudden, uh, he had him in a guillotine. And uh, Perez tried to actually stand stand up while he had him in the guillotine. And you could see the back of his neck. You could see the bones popping out of the body. Um... Like, literally, it looked crazy. Like, you know, uh, definitely had to tap or ask, you know, it could have ended really bad, broken neck or something along those lines. Um, but, you know, it got the tap and it was it was just, uh, it was one of the greatest submissions I've, I've ever witnessed or seen in the MMA because, um, and UFC was just the way he was, you know, he looked like he was, he was in danger and then all of a sudden he won the fight. So it was such a turnaround in the space of sort of like 20 seconds, Dommer. You know, in 20 seconds... 20 seconds before he got the, uh, so 20 seconds, 30 seconds before he got it, you thought he was he, he was uh, going to lose that round or at least, you know, get some grounded pound on him. And all of a sudden he was on, t- uh, he had him in the guillotine uh, and game over. Very nice. Um, so, yeah, it was a good fight. It was a real good fight. Um, all right. Now's the time, Dommer. Uh, this week, we've Let's got go. my boy. Now, it's, you know, not advertised as uh, one of the big fight nights on uh uh, from the UFC. It but is on double coverage. It is on double coverage. Because there's, there's none other than my boy, Derek <laughs> Lewis. We're Mr. Lucky. Hot Balls himself takes off his trunks after the fight because his balls are hot uh, against Curtis Blades in the heavyweight division. You gotta go watch the interview. I'll find it. I'll drop it in the. I'll drop it in there. You gotta go watch the interview. Joe Rogan when he interviews him after some fight, oh. and he goes, "Why are you taking your pants off?" And he goes, "My balls are." Hot. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Oh. <laughs> I'll get the video. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna. <laughs> He's fighting this weekend, heavyweight division. Um, Doma. Now I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm gonna try find it here. Where is it? Where is it here? Uh, big boy Derek Lewis. He's he's up against. Right, let's get this one back here. Uh, he's up. He's up against. Oh, here we go. We've skipped past it. Curtis Blades, and I'm trying. I'm just trying to have a look here, see if he's in the. Oh, we go. Wow, that, that's amazing. Derek Lewis is ranked fourth in the heavyweight division. Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades is ranked second. Dommer. So this is a massive fight for my boy Derek Lewis. Uh, in the rankings, he's ranked. Uh, Curtis Blades is ranked second oh. behind Francis uh, Francis Ngonu, and yes. obviously uh, Stipe is the champion. Uh, and then you've got Derek Lewis is ranked fourth, who's behind Jorinzo uh, Rokunzuruku, uh, who we know uh, his last fight, how that ended, was uh, really impressive. So, massive fight. My boy Derek Lewis, if he wins this fight, is uh, probably one fight away from potentially a title shot. Um, getting another title shot. Uh, he obviously got beaten in his last one against uh, John Bon Jones. Uh, you know, there's been uh, too many, uh, uh, not too many guys who've been able to defeat uh, John Jones. 
Uh, oh, sorry, not John Jones. Uh, against, I think he got done against Cormier when Cormier was the the the, the champion. My bad, not John Jones. Um, but I think he might have he might have been in the light heavyweight division at one point, Derek Lewis. Anyway, Big regardless, Lewis. he's he's fighting. Big boy Lewis. So get excited, ladies and gents, because. Uh, it's always entertaining when he's fighting. And in the light heavyweight division, the co-main card, we've got Anthony Smith against Devin Clark. This is a massive, massive, massive fight for Anthony Smith. I said last time uh, he needs to step out and come and put some wins together if, he's, if he really wants to make a, a... There was a point there where he actually had a title shot against John Jones. He lost. He went to five rounds. John Jones made his face look like a pulp uh, by the end of it, and it looked like he... Uh, uh, John Jones did barely look like he'd even been in a fight. Uh, but if he wants to have another shot where, where you know, now John Jones is out of this, why can't he, he has to now uh, win this fight and go on a run? So, uh, then you got in the heavyweight division, uh, Josh uh, pa Parisian versus Parker Porter, uh, the welterweight division, Mikael Baeza versus Takashi Sato, uh, Mikael Baeza 9-0, so undefeated, always interesting watch. Uh, featherweight division, Spike Carlisle against Bill Allegio. So, uh, that's rounds us out. Don't forget, this Sunday, ladies and gents, main card kicks off from 2 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, Derek Lewis, the beast, big boy Derek Lewis against Curtis Blades. Get around uh, it. Two versus fourth on the rankings. Massive fight. Very nice. Uh, and my favorite di uh, division, Dommer, as I keep saying, yeah, my favorite division is play, the man. heavyweight, the big boys. Yeah. Because the hammers, once they get flying, Dommer. They're throwing hammers and hot balls and everything. So. Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah, stay tuned and watch Big Boy fight this week, and uh, we'll definitely be covering that uh, next week on the pod. We'll be G'd up, especially if he wins, because as Saul said, he's uh, coming up to a potential another uh, title shot. So that'll be very good for our boy. For sure. Uh, all right, coming up next, NFL. It's been a big week. Three, two. All right, we're back. NFL, week 11. We're almost at the end of the season here. First game, Cardinals versus Seahawks. Seahawks are 10-1 on Thursday night since 2010. They beat them 28-21. Tell you what, with a running game, Russell Wilson didn't have to worry much this week about interceptions and pressure on him. and just It was like clockwork. Kyle Murray, in saying that, has been very, very good. He was unlucky not to win this game. Uh, then we have Titans versus Ravens. Titans beat the beat the Ravens thirty to twenty four. That's two losses in a row for the Ravens. Derrick Henry game winning twenty nine yard rushing TD in overtime uh, got the job done there. Uh, a bit of a struggle for Lamar and the Ravens. He's struggling there, so they uh, need to watch out. Uh, the Ravens they aren't looking the best going uh, forward. They uh, seem like they may have regressed a little bit from last season. Definitely. Uh, next up, we had the Panthers shutting out the Lions and practically ending Matt Patricia's uh, tenure as head coach of that football team. He hasn't been fired yet, but I can tell you right now, he's definitely gone after getting uh, shut out there. Donor. He's gone. Absolute donor. They've allowed zero points for the first time since week 14 in 2015. Ridiculous. Now we had, next up, the Browns versus the Eagles. 
Uh, first home win versus Philly since week seven of 1988 for the Browns. It's been almost an Essendon finals drought streak. Uh, oh. They've had 11, 000, almost 11,800 days without a, a home win against Philly. So <laughs> that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so they got the win there. Then uh, Texans beat the Patriots 27-20. to First time below 500 through 10 games for New England since 2000. So 20 years since they haven't had a 500 record. Next up, we've got a bit. There's a bit in this next game, and it was a great game to watch. Uh, with a game-winning 30-yard, 39-yard field goal in OT from Blankenship, the Indianapolis Colts handed the Green Bay Packers another loss to the season. Uh, in what was a great game to watch, fantastic game to watch. Um, I'll just say this. You got to play four quarters because uh, in the first half, the Green Bay Packers looked far and above the better side. One hundred percent, they did. We went in there halftime, went into the sheds. Um, the coach gave me a pep talk. They uh, changed up a few things, and we keep saying the Colts' defense is elite. While well, in that second half of that game, they showed how elite they actually are, uh, only allowing. Three points in that second half after allowing 28 in the first and uh, keeping our team in the game and giving uh, you know Philip Rivers a chance to potentially you know, come back and win it, and he did. And we're looking good, Dom. We're going to win that division. Uh, we're a lock, in my opinion, now, yeah, uh, for sure. I think uh, we've got are. a few more games to come, but you know we keep playing that way. I, th- I think we're, we're going to lock up that division. Not, well, it's not locked in yet, but I think you know we play in that manner. Uh, that no, defense you're good. and that, and that, like that. Uh, pass, uh, passing rush uh, of the passer. Um, no, look we're going to go all right. We're going to go all right. Look, I, I, I don't think we can win it because I still don't think we can we can get past Kansas City if we ever come up against them. Um, but, you know. I'll tell you what, when we get to that game, it's very interesting. Uh, Steelers, uh, 10-0 for the first time in franchise history, played the Jacks, smacked them 27-3. No surprise there. The Saints without uh, Drew Brees. Tell you what. No Drew Brees, Taysom no worries. My Super right. Bowl pick. Taysom Hill looked My right. Super Bowl pick. Michael Thomas, most receptions in the first five seasons in NFL history uh, after this game. They beat the Falcons 24-9. No surprise there. Washington football team beat the Bengals 20-9. to uh, Then we had the Cowboys against what was a perfect opportunity for our boy, you like that, Kirk Cousins, to gain on... Uh, Green Bay Green Bay Packers by a game. And they've cocked it up against the uh, listless Cowboys who have got that many guys out. And they haven't even got a proper quarterback. They've got Schultz throwing go-ahead uh, reception TDs with a, a minute left to win games. It shouldn't be happening. As simple as uh, that. Dom, uh, Especially with look, the Vikings defense. Uh, I'm just going to say, you know, uh, we mentioned on the pod uh, a few... Uh, weeks ago about um, albeit uh, Kirk Cousins is one of you in a row um, don't be fooled uh, I thought it was going to be last week against the Bears but it was this week against even a worse team in my opinion uh, with all their injuries uh, and and and, and and the worst division in football. They stink. And the worst division in football. They've lost to someone in the worst division in football. Oh, they're struggling to beat each other in their own division. Right. Uh, Doma you know I called it, um, so I'm going to give myself a... You like that? 
You like that? Because I called that it was fool's gold. I called that it was fool's gold. I'm giving myself another one. You like that? You like Dang. that? You know what you else they deserve, deserve this week, this week for, that, for that dreadful, dreadful performance? performance. How can you do it? How do you, how do you lose? How do you lose to the Cowboys? How? I don't understand. I'll tell you um, what. Kirk Cousins, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Lemon have been so common throughout this podcast. It is ridiculous. We're, honestly, we look to not give it to him each week, but they find another reason to get it. They're just being terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, next up, we had Chiefs versus Raiders, which could potentially be the first uh, first round matchup in the AFC playoffs. Uh, I tell you what, they split the, the series 1-1, these two teams, a game each. Raiders probably should be 2-0. They match up very well against the Chiefs. They're playing great football. Uh, you said it earlier on, you didn't know what to make of them, so you give them time. But honestly... New stadium, better facilities. They're not playing on a freaking baseball pitch anymore. In a dilapidated stadium that's shared with an MLB team. They've got all their state-of-the-art facilities. And they're looking very good. Derek Carr's playing some of his best football since, uh, like he did three seasons ago. They're looking great. You know, John Gruden seems to have found their stride. Ruggs looks like a, a great pickup for him. Josh Jacobs is a beast. Uh, Whitten was a great pickup. They just give the, the Chiefs fits. I don't think Andy Reid and uh, my homeboy want to, want to play him in the playoffs. But i tell you one thing you don't want, and this is a fact, and you take this to the bank, you don't want the ball in my homeboy's hands when they're trailing with two minutes left on the clock. Because i tell you what the outcome is going to be, nine times out of ten, he's going to win them the game. Yeah. If you're going to win the game, you make sure you win it, and it's less than 30 seconds left, and you have the ball and you can kneel and run down the clock. Because yeah. if that boy's got the, the ball in his hands, you're not winning. He's that good. He'll make anything happen. Honestly, he'll make anything happen. He's unbelievable, Tom. He's, 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 he's unbelievable. He's, oh, um, he's amazing and, to watch. You know, anyone out there right now, I'll just give a quick tip as we we are a uh, sports uh, card uh, podcast as well. If you've got the money to go out there and get yourself a, a homeboy's uh, you know, a rookie card prism, or optic, uh, in my opinion, one of those two. Um, go get it because uh, from where he was at the start of the season, and then he peaked so so high. Um, now they've come back down so so much, and the fact that he's potentially, you know, uh, going to be the Super Bowl favorite, and uh, his card is now, you know, the trajectory of his card is just absolutely plummeted. Um, now would be the ripe and uh, time to to pick one up um, because if he does potentially go to win a Super Bowl, that will elevate his card a little bit more. Uh, if, even if he just makes the Super Bowl, you could probably flip that card if you think he's going to at least make the Super Bowl for a profit. And if not, you hold it for longer. And if he does win a Super Bowl, well, you definitely won't be able to get it as cheap as you could get it now. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl, you probably could get it maybe a little bit cheaper in the offseason. So these are the things that you need to play up, uh, play off um, how you want to go about it. But... He's, just a, he's not a bad buy at the moment. I'll tell you what, he's just a guy. He just keeps anyone in the game. Uh, he does. They're, he's amazing. They are reigning and defending champions. So anything can happen. Anything can happen. Uh, he hasn't had to do as much as he did last year either because they've formulated a run a run game 
with uh, Le'Veon Bell and Hellier Smith, their rookie. So he hasn't had to do as much as he had to last year in the season before. So you just see when he actually has to step up in the big moment, his skills, if anything, have got better. His game sense is just out of this world. Enough about the homeboy. He is on path to become a force to be reckoned with reckoned with in the NFL. Just something that will not be able to be stopped. Uh, Monday Night Football, Dommer. Next up, we had Dolphins v. Broncos. Broncos finished off uh, to his uh, hot streak. Beat him 20-13. Chargers beat the Jets. No surprises. They were very competitive, the Jets, but 34-28. to They'll get Trevor Lawrence, and then they'll actually start playing football, and they will dominate. Uh, and the last game, Rams beat the Buccaneers. Oh, well, well, well. Tom Brady, here's a nice stat for you people. Uh, 0-19, throwing the ball 20-plus yards for a long-range TD. 0-19 on completions. On the season. On the season. It's great. Yeah. It's looking good. Look, I will say that, you know, the, the word has always been out there. That that's never been Brady's strong suit, uh, the long ball. But... Well... You know, in this game... Make it uh, strong suit. In, the, in this game, uh, the inability for his offensive line to give him a bit more time oh. on the ball was an absolute killer. And you've seen in that in those dying moments where usually, you know, uh, Tom Brady getting the ball back to uh, two minutes on the clock, uh, timeout in the pocket, uh, he's most likely going to you know, go down there and get you the game-winning TD. 100%. But... Um, the Rams' ability to put pressure on him, and we've seen it when Chicago was able to do that same thing. It worries him, uh, and he's prone to mistakes. And um, you know, the coach out there uh, is it Bruce Arians? Is, is the coach? I believe. Yeah, Bruce Arians. Uh, yeah. Um, he's uh, you know asking him to throw uh, probably too many long balls, in my opinion. I uh, probably should be doing a few more uh, dump off passes, dump runs, and looking to move the chains a little bit easier like that. Uh, in those early downs, and, and get some of those screen and motion uh, offense going, because they uh, uh, read a stat today that they're they're last in in the league in running any sort of motion offense uh, and getting guys uh, moving before the snap. Uh, they're very much a line up and uh, line up and hut sort of team. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it it, do, oh, it doesn't help their cause. It's okay. you know they need to throw something else there out there um and to try and help uh, Brady uh, because obviously their offensive line is not helping him. Uh, the pressure's getting through there. So by throwing in some motion uh, offense, uh, it keeps that offensive line honest. Uh, potentially uh, uh, that defensive that defense honest. Sorry, um, and potentially can. Uh, you know, throw them off with their timing and in, in, in the way they they're able to jump the jump the snap uh, and get that you know that up that one up on the offensive line uh, by throwing that motion in there. It throws another spanner into the works. It uh, gives them something else to think about. So by not doing it often or just doing it literally, you know, ten percent of your plays, uh, that's probably not enough for them to go. Well, they're most likely just not even going to run any motion here. Um, and they just throw it out the window. So we'll just worry about getting to the quarterback. We don't worry about uh, you know this wide receiver putting ball on over here or the tight end coming off the edge of the edge of the um, uh, edge of the pack and, and roaming around to the other side. You know they're doing none of that stuff, which is probably hurting them. They're being very, very, very inconsistent to say the least. One they, what they do really well one week, 
that helps them win the game is the thing that struggles them the following week. They just can't get any consistency. It's been uh, and just you know struck. we'll bring it back, Dome. You know both these guys, both these teams. It was it was a throwing game. You got forty eight attempts by Tom Brady and fifty one attempts by Jared Goff. Um, a, a Tampa Bay forty two yards total rushing, only eighty eight attempts on the ground, yeah. and twenty attempts on the ground for uh, Los Angeles in the rushing department, and thirty seven yards. Uh, total. So combine those teams, they've had a total of less than freaking 80 yards on the ground. Wow, week. Terrible. Wow, week. Uh, not good. Uh, we'll, they'll have to focus on uh, next week where they're probably going to lose. So we'll go through week 12 and you'll see who they're playing this week. Uh, we've got Texans at Lions. Divisional poo matchup. Football, uh, Washington football team versus Cowboys. That is stinky. Another divisional uh, rivalry here. Ravens at Pittsburgh. That's a massive game. Uh, then another divisional matchup. We've got Dolphins at Jets. Dolphins should get back on the winner's list, you would have thought. Then we've got Cardinals at Patriots. My tip there is definitely Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Panthers at Vikings. Surely Kirk Cousins can steal this win. Uh, Browns at Jags. Titans at Colts. Giants at Bengals. Giants could move into a good position to try and take Massive this, game there for the Colts. this division. Uh, Chargers at Bills. Raiders at Falcons. 49ers at Rams. Saints at Broncos. Chicago at, at the Packers. Tuesday, Seahawks at Eagles. And I skipped the, the most important game, the Buccaneers. It's going to be Chiefs at Buccaneers. Uh, tell you what, Tom, Tommy boy. You better get your shit in order down there in Tampa Bay because my homeboy, uh, he's not going to make those mistakes. So you better be on point for that game. So yeah, that's what we got for week 12 in the NFL. How'd your tips go, by the way, Big Fall? So I only gave out two tips, Dom. I gave out uh, a 3% on my uh, first tip of the week where I I actually got Kansas uh, minus six on the line. The line actually extended to eight, came back by game time, settled at seven. Um, they what, they won by four, five. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that didn't go well. And then let's just say my multi, um, which I will uh, bring it up right now and just double double check, double check on it, um, which I'll see which stuffed me. And I, I believe it might have just been uh, our boy uh, Kirky Cousins that's uh, on it. Um. Oh no. Oh no. I didn't do too good. Uh, what did I have? Uh, uh, here we go. I had the Chargers. Yep, Steelers won. Uh, Bengals plus 11.5. And, and Vikings, okay. So I've got I've only got two out of four on that because the, the, the Bengals actually end up losing by 11. If Joey Burrow doesn't get injured, they probably win that. That would be. Vikings, I, you know, that was... The fact that they were paying $1.30 on the bookies um, and they got done by Dallas who were paying well over, I don't freaking know, $2.80 or something like that. Crap. Three bucks. Um... Yeah, probably should have looked for the value. You got sucked into that Kirk Cousins hype train. And I will give myself uh, an absolute uh, lemon for getting sucked into that hype train of Kirk Cousins. Um, not to say that I think Kirk Cousins is good, but I just thought well, uh, they've shown enough in the last few games that to beat Dallas, one of the worst teams in the whole of the NFL this season. So uh, out of the worst division in the whole of the NFL this season. So... Yeah, fool's gold. Fool's gold. Don't Definitely. get sucked in. Well, stay tuned for Saucy's tips coming up uh, on our socials 
probably tomorrow or Friday. So stay tuned for that. All right, coming up next, you're back onto it again. It's not hobby talk, it's bot talk. <laughs> We're saucy. All right, we're back. Hobby talk. Before we get into it, uh, just want to shout out uh, Moneyball Sports Card. Uh, we did a special pod with them on Monday, so if you haven't seen it, jump on our socials, check that out on our IGTV. Yeah, Moneyball underscore sports, sports cards. cards. Uh, we'll probably drop an audio. IG. Yeah, we'll probably drop an audio version of that as well at some stage. So jump on there. Good discussion with Nebs. They uh, they've got their product dropping series two dropping of their repacks this weekend. So uh, stay tuned, jump on it, great value, and uh, all the best uh, to all the boys involved in uh, that business. So let's get into it, Saucy. You spoke about the bots, you touched it, you explained what it is. So we we don't need to explain it again. If you want to know what it is, just jump back on a previous podcast. It's all there in the description. We always say we explain uh, what we talk about, so it's, it's back there, but... Saucy, as we know, you're an avid uh, member of many groups in the hobby, yep. uh, and you've got a, a sneaker flipping background as well, and you're in those groups. Now, ever in your wildest dreams, did you think that uh, shoe flipping and car flipping were going to intersect? Did you ever think that was going to happen? Uh, no, I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, and now, uh, <laughs> now we're know, in I- trouble. Now we're in trouble. Uh, you know, people people complained before about not being able to get stock from from Zing and EB on pre-orders and and whatnot. Uh, well, good luck now. Those are uh, your. It is uh, pretty much going to be game over. Um, you know, they'll have uh, running. You know, I, I um came across. I'd actually found this Instagram account previously. Um, and they are based out of America, and I never followed them, but they happened to follow me. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those snub people that, you know, I like to have a sort of even amount of followers. I don't really give, give a shit. Like, obviously, I don't want my followers to be freaking five thousand, and I've got five hundred. That's just, uh, I don't know, it's just spread not, the love. You spread the love, right? So I'm happy to follow people back. People follow me, I follow them back. I don't even give a shit. Um, you know, I'm not that type of person. I mean, if you're a dickhead, I'll unfollow you. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, you get a shot. You get a shot. That's what I'm saying. 100%. Um, he followed me. I followed him back. And I was like, oh, I remember this guy. I came across his account before. This is where I sort of came up with the idea that the bots were coming, um, you know, and I'm and I'm, I'm sort of waiting for them to, you know, I was talking more about, you know, it's, it's it's already here, you know. It's already happening in America. It's already happening on Walmart and uh, .com and Target .com and um, you know I don't know any other uh, major retailers that sell stuff online out there. Uh, they might even be running some bots on some potentially some uh, local card stores that might be um, you know uh, releasing certain stock at a certain price point, like our uh, mates down do down at Cherry. They always give you a, a sort of like an early price point on their first sort of release of a product. Uh, but once you miss that, you're paying super high secondary prices, which is fine um, because that's just the way the market is. But uh, they give you a chance to get some boxes at a reasonable price. Uh, uh, it is a business, so they are going to you know want to make their cut after that, which is all good. But um, 
it's where those big retailers like uh, for us in Australia, Kmart, Target, um, and uh, I don't know if Big W did it, but um, potentially some other retailers out there, such as Toy Mate. I think they may have had some some cards. Um, you know, you got your Zing and EB um, as well. Um, so. I think pop culture, you know, there's some other larger retailers out there that are doing it, but you know, the main ones are obviously going to be Kmart, Target, um, Zing and EB for us in Australia. Um, I was thinking, you know, this is only a matter of time that, you know, um, that, you know, because uh, from what I understood and I sort of looked at his posts and uh, I figured that this guy that I found on Instagram who's doing it in America is actually previously was doing sneakers uh, and he, you know, had his money from sneakers and he started doing this and he realized, like, oh, this is a better flip. You know, you're actually making more money flipping these than flipping sneakers. Although you can make a bit of money flipping sneakers, he was like, oh, this is this is better. So he's transitioned what he's learned in the sneaker game over to this. Uh, you know, running, uh, having crawlers, uh, Google crawlers, crawling on a site and uh, looking through the code and searching for p- keywords for when stock gets added to a site. That's all linked to a Discord server. Uh, the Discord server gets a notification straight to your, uh, your mobile phone, which everyone has. And... Uh, straight through there, uh, you know, or people, if you're on your computer all the time, a, a notification on your computer, and you literally go in there and bang, bang, within two clicks, you buy the product. Um, if you've got an automatic bot, if you don't have an automatic bot, it's going to notify you uh, straight away when the stock's available within the first three seconds it's on the site. Um, sometimes it might even they might even notify you when stock's been loaded in the background and it's not actually visible to purchase, so you know it's going to be loaded. That's how advanced these sort of crawlers are. Um, they can actually detect stock before it's actually shown to, to, to actually for people to add to their cart. Um, it's like, a, I don't know what it is, because like uh, websites, they, they load stock sort of uh, in that manner and then they, and then they will like, you know, make it public, if you get what I'm saying. So they'll preload it and make it public. But if they preload it, it sort of silks uh, within the the cloud or the, 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 the website's uh, code. So you can still yeah. pick up on it. So they do, uh, and then they'll know that oh, some product could be dropping, you know, at some point during the day. Just keep an eye out for the for the the alert. Once the alert officially drops, they get another alert, and bang! Like as I said, if you've got an automatic bot, and they're starting, if they start doing that, it's literally um, as soon as you press that alert on your Discord server, it takes over and does the rest. Uh, it will, you know, it will order as many as you as it, as it can. Uh, they use paid services such as, um, you know, Revolt, ZipPay. There's a few other ones out there that you know have multi-card sort of, uh, in, you know, one single-use Mastercards, digital Mastercards. So there's always a different. Uh, like card, so it's not like it's the same card, you know, buying out the thing, and which is also a red flag. Um, they're doing it with sneakers. If they're getting away with it with sneakers, they're going to get away with it with cards, let's be honest. Um, so, and I was just saying, it's a matter of time till that comes to Australia, and I fear for the Australian market at this point because I think it will be uh, relatively soon because, uh, you know, I am in a, a, a sneaker group, and I... Uh, have seen the card sort of situation uh, pop up there. Um, there was words going on about um, you know the, the the hoops premium coming uh, uh, NBA hoops premium released out on EB and, and Zing. So anyone that didn't get any stock probably missed out because uh, a bunch of sneaker flippers in this group uh, pre-ordered a whole shit of that stock. And um, yeah, they they 
going to claim it and they're going to resell it on the secondary market for double the price or triple the price, whatever whatever the market is. Um, they've got also, there's one guy in there who's, who's uh, you know, been doing sneakers for a bit and he now understands the basketball and his advice was like, you know, don't sell your stuff straight away, like hold for it for a month, wait for everyone to rip their stuff that they've got and then after your month, then most likely that price is going to settle and it's just going to go up and up and up, which is what has happened with every fucking product. So he knows what he's talking about, and if they do that, then you're literally going to be paying whatever blaster box of NBA hoops for freaking that's retails for forty. You're going to be paying one one fifty. You know, same as a Chronicles box. Uh, what sort of what a Chronicles box is going for? You know, one of the more lower blaster boxes. So um, yeah, it's it, it's coming. Uh, it's going to be inevitable, and uh, regardless of what you say, oh, you know, they should get the orders cancelled, this and that. They've got that many workarounds. You're not going to stop it. You're not you know, them. they can't stop it on sneakers. You got, you know, sneaker sites that are way bigger than than, than some of these card sites, and you've got sites like Kmart and Target. They don't give a shit. Uh, they get the the stock at this price, and as long as it sells, it sells. Like they don't care. Yeah, like they don't care enough to to do something about it. So, uh, I'm just pre-warning people out there in the Australian market that this could be the thing of the next 12 months, and going forward, if, you know, this hobby it keeps going uh, in this trajectory, uh, or it's, it sustains a lot of the members that have, uh, have you know, picked this up in the last 8 to 10 months. Just, and uh, not to break a lot of hearts, just remember that... Uh... A lot of our outlets don't stock sports cards as prominently as what they do in like retail outlets and stuff in America. So I'm going to break your hearts right here live on Double Coverage. If you're into Pokemon, I'm breaking your heart right now. It's all over. Uh, we did say this to you about four weeks ago. We told you that uh, you've got to change your mindset on the hobby. Uh, we are coming from the sports background and we understand what's happening in the Pokemon uh, side of things. It's over. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. It, it's done for you. You might think, we set it back down, I'm going to say it again. You might think you'd be able to walk in there and grab whatever you want off the shelf like you did two, three, four, five years ago, even a year ago. It's over. You're not going to be able to ever do that again. Yeah. Because they're targeting Pokemon cards as much as, well, even more yeah, they than are. sports cards. They are. Do you know why? Because there's excess stock of Pokemon, it's more popular in this country in retail stores than what sports cards are. So I, I dare you right now, just go have a look at pre-orders on Target and Kmart and all that stuff for upcoming Vivid Voltage. And I'll tell you what, you're not going to be able to find anything. It's all sold out. And go into your store and ask for it. And I'll say it was gone on the first day. So uh, Look, where I work, there's a Kmart, and I check it every single day. And today is the first day since Vivid Voltage was out that I found any stock. And I bought it. I bought it. I bought a few packs and I bought a theme. Happened to get a theme. There was one theme deck there, Doma. And it had the Charizard in it. So I picked it up. So I snagged myself a, th a theme deck with the Zard in it. That's what you want. And I left the little, the other shitty one near there with the water Pokemon. And he's I got, yeah, and he's got that theme deck up, if, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening for $1,000 on eBay if you want it. <laughs> eBay 101, touched by uh, uh, Saucy the Goat from Double Coverage. <laughs> Yeah, that's what the description, that's what the title is going to be. <laughs> oh. Nah, but uh, honestly, it's coming. It's coming big. It's coming with a, a strong presence because it's yeah. already established a uh, consumer base that are very, very, very proficient in using bots. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's yeah. just put it this way. 
you haven't seen anything if you haven't dealt with a sneaker, uh, sneaker flipper. They are on a whole nother level. Uh, and if they start bringing that game into uh, into the card game, it is uh, practically over. Yeah. Look, it's 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 harsh, but I want I want people to be aware of what's happening. Yeah, like yeah, you have to know what's going on. Yeah. You need to know that this is the case. So you, you know, yeah. don't 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 ever hesitate. If you want something and you see a good price, just buy it, pre-order it, whatever. Um, do what I do. If you you get the chance. You know, uh, like like I've done previously, uh, like uh, I got lucky, I was able to secure seven boxes of Optic Retail, uh, uh, you know, sealed. I had a few sealed, and EB, they freaking cut your thing, so they, it's not sealed. But the ones that I did have sealed, three of them, I sold them, and I opened the other four. And now, essentially, I opened those packs for free. I made a little bit of profit on top because the boxes went up. I mean, if I held the boxes till now, the boxes would be worth $700, Doma. I freaking sold them at $360, thinking I got a good deal, making $200 a box because I was able to secure them at $160 a box. Um, but I'll never find those prices ever again in my whole entire life. I'm telling you right now. Um, as long as the card hobby keeps going the way it's going, you, you, are, you know. Uh, there was still a point uh, late, early in this year where you could actually walk into Zing uh, and there was... You know, uh, packs of Pokemon's cards sitting there for people to buy. That's uh, there's funny. packs of there was a few packs of That's you funny. know NBA hoops and NBA Donruss and uh, some optic packs. I even found some optic retail packs for no. six bucks a pop. So you know what that is? Uh, you're gonna walk in? Uh, no, 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 and no. That's what's gonna happen. Well, Doma, I'll just say this Go right on. now. Uh, in terms of Pokemon. Uh, no one really wanted Sword and Shield. Everywhere I went, every Kmart, when I looked over the last sort of, you know, from 12 months ago when I started buying packs, or maybe like 14, 16 months ago, I started buying packs and just holding on to them. I would just buy the packs that I wanted. I didn't want the Sword and Shield because I knew no one wanted the set. That would that stuff would always sit. Every Kmart I have gone into now, all of Sword and Shield is sold out as well. So there's no Sword and Shield stuff as well. And that's people don't want, apparently people don't like that set. But it's still selling. What does that tell you about something that's actually a good set, such as you know Champions Path or, yeah. or you know Vivid Voltage, which I think is quite a good set. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens there. Just watch this space, but it's just the pre-warning to the warning to it actually happening. So <laughs> just be prepared because uh, yeah, you, you can't complain about it once it comes because it's going to come thick and fast, and you won't even be able to. If you blink, you'll miss it because uh, your product will be gone. So like Saucy said, you see it, buy it, and uh, get your stock while it lasts, as they say. Yes, 100%. Uh, next up, to finish the show, the most anticipated segment, Saucy Smoky. So stay tuned. Three, two. All right, we're back. The most anticipated segment of double coverage. Saucy Smokey, back once again with a familiar face. What do we got? What have we got? Um, Yeah. Just look. Just lay it on it. I'll bring it back. This guy should be no no surprise. There should be no surprises here of of the player that I've chosen. Uh, I'm going for a a goat. in the scheme of things, you know, not the goat, MJ, a, a goated, or LeBron, goated. but a goated, in, in those uh, talks, uh, 
the player is uh, Kobe Bean Bryant, of course. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. And the card dommer, I'll, uh, I'll uh, grab the... Uh, well, you know, I probably should have uh, brought this up earlier where I've, I've absolutely uh, clocked this up, one up again. But I've got it up. I've got it. Don't worry. I'm uh, quick on the... On the trigger here. So we'll bring it up here. It's the um, the card I'm talking about. I'll switch it over here. The card I'm talking about here, Dommer, is the 1997 Metal Universe Kobe Bryant base card. Um, now, the card itself, I just look at it, and I look at the aesthetics of it. It's just beautiful. Skybox, oh. uh, we keep saying. Well, we'll talk we about saying, it next week. We'll talk um, about Skybox on Hobby Talk. That they made some of the best cards. Oh, by far. They made Metal Universe. I'm pretty sure this was it was a Skybox insert because I, I see it be called Skybox. Um, well, we should double check that, but I'm, I'm sure it is. Oh, um, I'll fact check. Fact check that for me, Donna. Um, now, I'll have a look at this. I'll bring up the pop reports here. So the pop report on this card, uh, ladies and gents, is only 490 graded. Out of that, that's 41 tens. The 10 itself, uh, ladies and gents, where's the 10 here? Uh, the last sold on the 10, uh, $2,675, right? Huh? Uh, that's because the last sold on the 10, $2,675. Um, that's because this is such a hard card to grade uh, with the pop report of only 41 at PSA 10. That's uh, 490. So, uh, you know, Domi, you know I like to run the numbers. We'll do uh, 40, 41 divided by 490 that is a gem rate of eight percent that's, that's crazy it is skybox by the way yeah. skybox is our fault so um we love skybox they made some of the best cards and we do we love wish skybox. one day that they get back and they could potentially make some more which i don't think they do because I, I i think someone bought them out so sad days but Donna, where i say that the value could potentially be uh we've got you know, we do 216, which is the PSA 9, uh, plus 41, and divide that by 490. Now, that's a gem rate of 52%. Um, that's pretty good. That's saying only 50% of the time that these cards get sent in, uh, it's getting a PSA 9 and above. Now, there aren't too many graded. Uh, not a rookie card. So, people wouldn't have handled these with care. It's an old card. Black edges, those dark edges, I always talk about it. Uh, we'll go back and have a look at the card. Those dark edges, I think there's some potential value in the PSA 9, which is trending around 200 US dollars. Now, mind you, you can go get yourself a PSA 8. Uh, we'll go back to the... We'll go back to the... Uh, uh, here, he, yeah, um, letters actually got the PSA 8 trending on uh, on here. was up around 120 back on the 29th of August. So that card has come down now... Uh, down to $56. So you're getting a 50% discount. So if you really don't want to go out, I mean, go buy a PSA 8, a, a, a SGC 8.5, uh, you know, something like that. Um, I mean, you know, at this point, I'm probably not advising you to, to buy an SGC 8.5. You're probably better off just buying the PSA 8 because everyone loves PSA. And then if you actually want to go flip this card, it will make your efforts easier because I've had tried to selling a few SGC cards. I've had a few people, oh, I don't buy SGC. I only buy PSA. All right. If it ain't right? PSA, don't bring it our way. Right? Say. If it ain't PSA, don't bring it our way. That's right. Uh, a la perk. Or BGS, apparently. Um, so, look, 
that's fine. I'm just saying the better advice is probably just to buy the PCA8 because you're probably going to be able to flip that easier later on. If you don't want to spend too much money, you like Kobe, you want a cool Kobe card in your collection, look no further than this 1997 Skybox uh, Metal Universe. There's one. I think the values. Yeah. I think the values with PSA nine. I haven't been able to secure one. I hope to potentially secure a PSA nine because I like, actually like that gem rate. And and we bring it back to Doma. Even though it's not a rookie card, um, it's an art card. It looks beautiful. Oh, uh, it looks. You know, it brings it back to the point where it's like you know, in another fifteen years' time, Kobe Bryant. Uh, you know, considered people would be like me. We'll talk, be talking to my kids or your kids who like basketball. And be like, man, you should have seen Kobe Bryant play. He was like. You you know, and you look Kobe Bryant highlights up, and uh, you think about it, and then people will want those Kobe art pieces. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, and, uh, look no further than this. Uh, it's it's one of the it's probably one of the coolest Kobe cards I've seen. You, and it just, I just gravitated towards it. it. Looks like he's floating in space. He's passing that ball and that face he's making. Like uh, he Kobe was renowned for making those faces when he's doing doing stuff. So like it's just. It's just all. If you, if you it want just a box, sits with me well, you know. If you want a box, you can go on eBay right now and you can secure one for three and a half thousand Australian dollars. Oh, that's how much a box a box of that product costs. Sealed, right? sealed box. Yeah, sealed. Because uh, it's also got Tim Duncan's rookie year in it. That's probably yeah. also and part I think, of the fact. I think too. it's also Anthony Hardaway's rookie year as well. Ah, oh, there you go. So, so nineteen ninety seven uh, Sky Box Metal Universe Kobe Bryant. I think the values with PSA 9, because obviously I can't afford a PSA 10 of 2006, but I'm probably past the point where I'm uh, even buying raw ones. You pick up a raw one for 30, but dark edges, most likely if it was a good raw one, that person, especially if you go into their eBay account and see have they got graded cards for sale, and you go, yes, most likely if it was good, they would have graded it themselves. Correct. And it's already a 20-plus yep. year old card, so I wouldn't even take the chance. Just buy the damn graded card. Bang. There it Bang. is. Bang. Doma, there it is. Saucy smoky. Saucy smoky. Uh, very nice. What can I say? It's another pod down, mate. Good stuff. Bang on the two hours. Back to the two hour mark, but it was a bit of a long one because we wanted to go through all those NBA trades. Uh, we wanted to inform people of those and, and figure, know what... Uh, Make sure you know what's going on in the NBA because this can really affect what you do in the in the trading card market going forward. Uh, which guys you pick up, which guys can potentially get a bump. I mean, you know, just on the weekend when I was raiding your uh, your cousin's folders, Doma, uh, when I went went and visited him after we were, I was finally allowed to after this whole uh, COVID shenanigans. Um, I wanted to buy, purchase Cali Oubre rookie prism. And I thought, oh, you know, it'll probably be about like you know, fifteen to twenty US dollars. It was actually trading more around the forty-five to fifty US dollars at the time when we looked up the price comps. And uh, that's obviously because he got traded to the uh, to the Warriors, and uh, that was my plan to hold it a little bit and then sell it during the season. But uh, uh, at that price, I was not buying Kelly Oubre. Let me just no tell chance. you that. So um, I <laughs> passed that one up, and I said to your cousin, chuck that up on eBay and secure yourself potentially about a hundred bucks for it. Exactly. <laughs> you might as well, because Kelly Ray ain't going to be a, a elite star. You know, at that price point, you know, which is yeah, probably around about seventy-five Australian dollars, you can buy some uh, a lot more other rookies or buy some other guys that you could probably flip and, and make more money on that than purchasing Kelly Ubre. That's it. All right, perfect. Uh, to stay up to date within the week, obviously follow us on our socials, and you'll get some more updates uh, and a quick. Quick, quick shout-out that there may not be a hobby talk next week. We have secured a time on the weekend to bring a special pod to you all. 
Uh, Chris from the House of Jordans is gladly going to join us, which is fantastic. And from our favorite platform, Card Ladder. Exactly. So we've got some questions we're going to hit him up with. A uh, bit of discussion about the about uh, NBA cards, what to expect potentially. And the lead up rookies. into the season, a bit, yep. of his opi- bit of his opinion, his opinion on some of the trades that have happened. And um, also, we, we're going to ask him. We want to know what his opinion is on trends in the hobby at the moment, what's happening. And you know what? We'll ask him about the bots, and we'll yeah. get a response out of him and see what he what he thinks, which is great because, yeah, as we know, he's very knowledgeable and very well-respected in the hobby. So stay tuned for that one. It's going to be a All cracker, right. Doma. Keep living, loving, and breathing sports. Uh, it's been Dom with Source, double coverage. Peace. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcasting app. Also, if you could please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. Don't forget to follow us on socials at dblcoverage underscore on both Instagram and Twitter to join in with your opinions.